Hit it. It's Friday, December 31st, 2021, episode 162. I'm Patrick Serezna. And I'm Kevin Muir. This week, we break from regular format and invite to the show Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut stars Morris Sachs and Liam Allen. As to be expected from these two characters, we have a fun, wide-ranging discussion that included everything from how Liam met Morris to whether Elizabeth Holmes will be found guilty and served jail time. Morris, Liam, Patrick, Lena, and Kevin, a great holiday session special. It is a holiday special, so all of our uh, normal segments uh, are not going to be aired this week, but we will be back to our normal schedule. But uh, Lena, hop on. No beer this week, but no uh, beer this week. Well, first of all, New Year's. happy, happy, <laughs> new, yeah, happy New Year's to you, and happy New Year's to all of our listeners. Happy New Year, everybody! And uh, but uh, we do want to do a plug for the merch store. That's right. So this is the last episode of 2021, and to commemorate that, I think you should all go to markethuddlemerch.com and get yourself some Market Huddle merch. And a big thank you for everyone that's bought it. I know you made Lena very happy with the success of the merch store. <laughs> I've That's gotten a right. lot of um, uh, comments that people have received it for Christmas or given it to Christmas, and uh, the uh, the explanation of Goocher was seemed to be the topic of uh, <laughs> <laughs> discussion amongst uh, many people's holiday uh, uh, dinner tables. All right. Well, listen. Now, no disclaimer today. We're going. To, we're going to take a. We're going to roll the dice on this one. So yeah. let's uh, let's get to our chat with uh, Liam and Morris. All right, folks, it's time for our holiday special, and we have the great honor, the huge pleasure, to welcome to the show the Morris Sachs, and more importantly, his sidekick, Liam Allen. Great to be here. Thank you for having us. Liam, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. We've had the chance to talk to Morris many a time. We know all about him, but we always hear his side of the story. We never hear the other side. So from a fellow that actually knows Morris, we're going to get, uh, you're going to be under the, uh, the grilling. You're going to get a lot of questions. I've, I've prepared all day, as, <laughs> as Morris knows, um, for, the, for this show. Um, and I am prepared for the, for the direct line of questioning. Okay. <laughs> so, I so, I hope. Under pressure. Liam's great under pressure. Yeah. So we'll just start it off with a nice softball one. I'll, I'll lay one up here for you. So how did you two meet? I'd love to hear the story of how Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut came to be, how you two came to, to become such good friends and the authors of such a terrific podcast. Absolutely. Uh, it happened on a bike ride, and there's a, there's a famous long-running bike ride in New York City in Westchester County that has gone on for, I don't know, Morris probably knows, 75 years. It loops up oh, to the One second, can I interrupt here? Does Morris mm-hmm. know because he was at the original one? Yeah. You know, there are photos of him <laughs> in black and white. I've seen some black and white oh photos. Um, so, but that's, we met on a, <laughs> on this bike ride. Um, and I, I was, a, it, it's very, road cycling is very cliquish. There's a hierarchy. There's big shots. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a definite pecking order. And I was a nobody. And Morris was a somebody. He was a member of the cool kid bunch on the group who, you know, for months you don't talk to, you stay away from them. You, they, you know, they command a certain <laughs> amount of respect. I'm not kidding. No, on the bike, really. Thank this you. is serious Thank stuff. You. Yeah, MB worked. A, he'll tell you that it took it took a lot of hard work to become the you know one of the top dogs and be able to hang in the front of this big group. So anyway, we met on this ride and uh, we would just chit chat. One day I said, you know, you you Morris Sachs. Um, 
And he said, yeah, I am. Who wants to know, basically? And uh, we just chit-chatted, and we started to see each other every weekend on the ride. And then we started going out to dinner. And when we would go out to dinner, we would just have these easy conversations. But always within an hour and 10 minutes, we were done. And then I'd go home and have more. I'd have more questions, and I'd be googling stuff that he talked about, and I'd be sending him follow up emails. It was like a, it was like a high school crush, okay. Um, but that's how it started. We started going to dinner, and we we talked. Um, and I learned what and what not to ask him. I, I like I had learned, and I knew not to be like, oh, you know what, you know what should I do with my money? Uh, you know, give me some some tips and stuff like that. We talked about music, food, the bike, what was going on, the news. We always, you know, what, what went on the news this week. Um, and we so, so did you know Morris? Now, when you say he was one of the upper members mm-hmm. of this group, is this uh, the? Was he an upper member of the hierarchy in terms of his cycling abilities yes, or his yes, or his correct? Yes. Oh, okay. So it wasn't uh, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they allow yeah. the, the 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 rich old guys to go on the front because they're they're uh, going to uh, get uh, people uh, jobs. No, they're, no, a, this was no, this was a little interjection here. There yep. was a, a Greenwich hedge fund manager. His name is Eddie Lampert. Yeah. Okay. You can Google this guy. Well, yeah, he. Uh, he tried making this group ride, and week after week, we just kind of strung him along. And then, right at the choke point, we left him in the dust. Because <laughs> just, okay, so you got to tell us, everyone. He's uh, what? It's Kmart or something. What was he? He was uh, famous yeah, for one of the yeah, like a leverage buyout. The, the the cute story about him is he was kidnapped. Really? Oh, yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. Well, it it ends well. Uh, for him, but so they take him to a uh, hotel up in Bridgeport or something like that, and he talks these guys into ordering some pizzas and pays for it with his credit card. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. So well, uh, if, if I'm kidnapped and I'm hungry, why not? So he, he and the, the cops got it, like literally yeah. found him from yeah, the from exactly. the uh, credit card. Exactly. So Liam can tell you, even though a lot of these things I come up with sound. A, obscure ridiculous he's he has fact checked every single one of these including chasing down a bruce springsteen concert i claimed i went to in 1985 so so liam tell us about that yeah no we would go out to dinner and he'd be like yeah you know i went and saw bruce in 85 in providence you know i took a limo from the city up to providence so i get home i'd be like you know i'm a big bruce fan all right how hard can it be you type in bruce providence in the year and sure enough you can get clips of from the concert (laughs) so so i go home and an hour later i'm like here's the bruce show you're at pal check this out Um, yeah so yeah, yeah, that was the kind of stuff that we did. But um, but we met on that bike ride, and 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 it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, young or old. It's it's ha- if you can if you can hang or not, and if you could hang and you could do it week in and week out, you developed a reputation as one of being being one of like the the members of the of the lead front group. Um, and that's how I that's how we met. We met on that bike ride where it was just everyone's welcome. It's open to the public. Sometimes it's a hundred guys, uh, but you meet people and you learn who to talk to, who's interesting, who's a jerk, who to stay away from. And he and I were just always we, we just clicked. It was it was a good uh, it was a good recreational relationship that turned into a, a friendship over the ten years. But as far as it turned into the show, it was it was going out to dinner. And then him going on your show, when he went on Market Huddle, I, I think you guys will agree that he was a good guest. Um, oh, he's a great guest. He's terrific. Yeah. Everyone loved him. Right. 
The s- exactly. The sm- uh, someone's told me the smooth, sultry voice of, <laughs> of MB. Yeah. They, they could hear yeah. it all the time. The graveyard shift. But he's got the, but like for me as, I mean, I'm 40. All right. So he, MB's 20, uh, 20 years older than me, but he has the stories that I, as a younger guy that, you know, I didn't know the inner, the guts and the sausage making behind the long-term capital stuff that always comes up on, that's come up more and more these days. So I just loved hearing that kind of stuff. And after he went on your show and he was so good on your show, I said, look, I said, you know, you're good at this. All right. You can read the comments because you know, he reads those comments. Everyone knows. He's way braver than me. I, I, I read half o'clock. of them. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah the mb burner account <laughs> okay um but he was so good and in the comments the people would say they were like oh we love this and talk about this um so i you know i, I buttered him up i'd be like oh th- those guys aren't letting you talk they're stepping on your toes <laughs> i want to hear you know but and he did but he did tech talk with those you guys do really good net nuts and bolts and and you know i i snicker and i say talk, talk about the charts and stuff but patrick you guys do that stuff and it's awesome but I'd be like MB. I want to hear the stories. Like I want the gossip. I want you to. Let, I want to. I want your thoughts on Kathy Wood. I want your thoughts on DJ D. Saul. Like talk to me about all this stuff. And as you know, if you listen to my show, I shut up. I listen. He talks, and it's going on forty-eight weeks, and people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> that's where well, we are. <laughs> well, well, that's terrific. And so one of one of the things you said you. Uh, you learned what to t- ask him and what not to ask him. What don't you ask him is what I'm curious about. Um, what are the, the no-go zones that you're not allowed to ask him? The only time, the only, and this is, and he'll, he has no problem me telling you this because we talked about it in the show. The only thing he had ever asked me not to talk about was gold this week. And I think that <laughs> week he made it to about 38 minutes and he was like, you want to talk about the precious metals? <laughs> and I almost fell off my chair. I said, I thought there was an embargo on the gold this week. Because, I mean, you guys know. I, I mean, I, I ask him every week about it. And it's got to be excruciating for him to know the questions are coming. Um, and for the last, you know, he's been a good sport about it. And I, I think that for for some of our listeners is made for for good radio in the sense that they're they're carrying that same cross you know how it is kevin your listeners you know you you really really put out your your information and you you're not afraid to like i don't even want to mention my 13 stocks because the amount of nonsense that you guys get for anything that you mention um, oh no are you kidding the bitcoin and the the teslonians love me yes i know <laughs> i know and you're awesome at it. Hey, you are. It's got to be the Canadian in you. I'm sorry if that's like a stereotype, but no, you guys, right. you handle it with such grace. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't imagine because uh, you know the stuff that people say is just it's just it's just insane. Um, but MB was awesome on that show with you guys. Um, and like I said, that if he didn't go on with you guys, we wouldn't have done our show. Um, True. And as far as like a, we don't, you know, and I try not to. I mean, I hate to say it. I try not to prepare for it. I read as much as I can, but I don't. If I prepared for it, I would think it would come across a little bit less natural. Where I think that people enjoy that just the two of us having our conversation. And uh, trust me, my wife tells me sometimes we wander around. Um, but it's always it always your wife listens, Liam. 
she skips through the music too. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. She'll listen to like the first, she'll like log in around like 27 minutes, like five minutes before I get home and then be like, Oh, I was just listening to the show. And I'll be like, Oh, turn that off. I already listened to it. <laughs> so she gets like seven minutes and credit for listening to it. Um, yeah. I could, yeah, one thing? yeah, I, hop in yeah, here. I, I, I think, Liam, um, the, the kind of the, the beauty of when we were having these dinners together and kind of the thing, the things you weren't really allowed to ask was any specific investments. So for instance, right. I was completely an open book about any questions you would have about how the market works or the economy oh, or, or whatever. It's just that, you know, we all have to make our own decisions and uh, so that was really, I think, the one thing I, I asked you not to ask me about any particular mm -hmm. stocks for a few reasons. One is I, I don't know which way they're going any more than anybody else. And secondly, there's a handful of these names that I actually know people in the company. And I'm convinced that the day I trade one of those shares, I'm going to end up going to jail. And uh, <laughs> based on... Um, Lane Maxwell, it doesn't sound like that's a place you want to be. So, <laughs> Speaking of going to jail, how, how have you guys managed to not get sued yet? And I, I, can't, <laughs> I, I, keep, I keep thinking when I listen to this and I keep hearing Morris going on and spouting off his mouth and thinking about, okay, Morris has got lots of bread to, you know, to, uh, to, to defend himself. And I'm thinking, I hope Liam's uh, doing well, as, you know, or Morris will pick up his legal bill as I got, well. I got, I got Liam covered. What, what just, just so I, out of curiosity, what have I said you, you think I'm vulnerable to getting sued? I know, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I just laugh. If anyone listens and they know you have good, it's good natured fun. And, and well, gee, it's just that you guys are a little more litigious down there than, than, than us Canadians, we would know that it's it's just uh, something you know, a couple of traders drinking some beer and and spouting off their mouth and saying a little too much. But I worry about you guys. Well, um, look, uh, one of the biggest mysteries to me is how I've gotten to be sixty one years old and not have anyone punch me right in the mouth <laughs> with this stuff I said. I just I just can't help myself. Um, I think the truth is that um, one of the things Liam always enjoyed was an unfiltered view of things about my experiences or things I saw in the marketplace. And, you know, um, there's very few people who've been around as long as I've had and survived all the crises and is willing to kind of speak honestly about how they, how they saw things. And for me, uh, what I'd like to do is provide people with a little sense of the reality and kind of demystify, you know, what goes on behind the curtain of, of real trading. And what drew me to Liam, uh, well, first of all, I mean, you can't not like Liam Allen. I mean, the guy's just, yeah. he's just triple A's, great he's, personality, quick he's, with the He's joke. a New York Irishman, right? Mm -hmm. exactly. They're just uh, they're just wonderful Irish people in general. Are great, and you put the New York in there, and it's just it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. never shuts up and just <laughs> talks constantly. <laughs> um, so uh, Liam would ask intelligent questions and uh, listen for responses, and then the questions that would come back indicated a curiosity 
and an intelligence that really impressed me. And so, uh, you know, this is arrogant to say, but I really felt like it was worth my effort to spend time and uh, provide him with an ability to figure out the financial world, which, you know, he, he's he's got a natural sense of it, but it's not his main uh, right. butter like you, me, Patrick, and uh, mm-hmm. perhaps Lena. I'm not, uh, not sure how much time <laughs> she spends in the markets, but... So, so I, I, I have to give Liam a big thank you. Um, I've been listening to the show and, uh, I, I love your show. It's terrific. And, uh, since Liam has gone and gotten himself all bowled up on, um, Bitcoin, it's very clear that he doesn't read the letter that you so graciously gifted him called the macro tourist. And I am going to uh, promptly use him as a contrary indicator. Nice. <laughs> Liam, do you want to do you want to defend yourself after top taking the Bitcoin? <laughs> I got a bad quote on on Yahoo Finance this afternoon. It read thirty eight thousand. Yeah, it said thirty six thousand. I dropped my phone. My wife says, "Why are you so pale?" I said, "I said this can't be right." <laughs> Never mind. There. What? Uh, like? All right. So Morris has said before. All right. He, he'll use examples of people he trusts that are brilliant, that have great track records. Hey, so-and-so likes this. They like it. You know, we have a mutual friend who, how could we, what's the best way to describe our mutual friend that is extremely active in the market? He is a active participant in a major way. And he's, he's, he's our friend. And he, he always kind of, he'll give us honest answers about the Bitcoin stuff. He makes Morris and I, I, I think he makes us look like flat earthers. He'll explain it politely and he'll agree with some of the things, like the points that we make about like Tether and all those things. But all, every email will end with, but it's here to stay. And, and yeah, you, you're right about all this, but it's here to stay and it's not going to change. And, when, and finally, he said something along the lines of like, you, you bitter, you cranky old men are not going to make it. I mean, you've seen the, the, the NGMI things that they, yep. oh, it's just, it got to you. So it got to me. And I said, if, if, if he, if he is telling me that I am not going to make it, I am officially a flat earther at this point, And I have no, I said that I'm doing my daughter a disservice by not <laughs> buying the future. They of, got you. Of, you know, they got you, Liam. They, they got you, Liam. And I, next time Kevin, you want to do the trade, like, <laughs> Liam, next time you want to do the trade after you're like sitting there and not buying something, not buying something, not buying something. And then <sighs> finally the fact that everyone's making money and you're Sir Isaac Newtoning, Newtoning mm-hmm. the thing. I'm going to give you my inventory and you can just journal it. I'll sell it to you. <laughs> oh, selling please, selling because- and buying back at the high was not the worst thing that ever happened to Sir Isaac Newton, though. <laughs> What's the worst thing that ever happened to Sir Isaac Newton? He died uh, a virgin. But like, did he really? <laughs> so how do you do it? Like, did you honestly, like, you're not kidding me about this? I've, I've been on the market choking on my beer. I'm choking <laughs> on my beer. I, I believe that's, a, you know, I'm, I'm going with, the correct answer, yeah. My final answer, virgin. <laughs> really? Yeah. But and this is fact. We know no this. One, this is no wonder he figured out all those other things. He had a lot of time on his hand. He's a yeah, he had a lot of pent up energy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what the rest of us could have done if we just? Stopped? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Imagine. We, we better we better pull up here because we're heading right into a mountain. <laughs> oh. Um, 
Uh, so one of the things that I I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things that I love about your show and I, what I love about Morris is that often when people achieve that level of success, they uh, let's just figure out how I want to say this properly. They they don't want to rock the boat, and one of the problems is that if you look at people that deserve to be criticized, successful people that deserve to be criticized. If you are not as successful as them, it's easy for people to dismiss you. They'll say, oh, you're, you know, you're just bitter because you didn't make that much money or you're just bitter because of this. So what you'll find is that it's, it, that it's especially powerful, your criticism, and so important when you start to call out the people that deserve to be called out. And I applaud you, Morris, because a lot of people that have achieved your level of success, they just they choose not to rock the boat. They choose not to do it. And I think some of these people deserve to be called out. And I, I saw, I was listening last episode, and Liam's probably going to be quiet now, but you guys were calling out Epstein and, and all those people. And I'm a big believer. You should We should call them out. We should call all these people out. And I, I applaud you for continuing to call these people out and not just kind of being starstruck by the fact that they're popular and it doesn't matter if you're running the world's largest investment bank. If you're a DJ and a knob, you deserve to be called <laughs> out. And, and, and I, so I, I applaud you. We got some pushback from a listener saying, you know, the DJ Sal, um, you know, who cares what he does on his weekends? You know, some, they, they could make fun of Morris being a newbie. But, you know, Liam and I had talked about it offline and, and, and you know, uh, I explained to Liam to make sure he, he uh, saw my point of view. And, and especially with the, the, the Goldman guy, it's like, look, you have a responsibility to be a leader. And, you know, as, as, a, as like Liam said, you know, the clients come in, they, they want to meet you, they want to see you. And seeing you on page six, which is what's been happening, isn't how you want to run a major league investment bank. And, and just, you know, not wishing bad luck on anybody, but um, not that I've ever been to one of these things, but, you know, some of these clubs, uh, people are drinking and maybe they're taking drugs and maybe there's some other things going on and and what if something goes sideways and yeah. you're the guy spinning records um, you know that kind it's of bad it's, it's just a to us it was just a bad optic or, a lot, or what know, about is, the what about the fact that he's in he's at hampton and, and some you know young person wants to yep. talk to him rightfully so mm -hmm. because they're impressed that this is you know the leader of my of my company and and he you know turns his mm -hmm. nose up and gives gives him shit for not being at work yeah. Or and they, that stuff makes the paper, you know. We're just reading the paper. So, like, when you're making the paper for that stuff, you you deserve. You, we can talk about it, and I'm not going to apologize for it when it's news in that sense. Um, I mean, this is Goldman Sachs. I don't want to waste your holiday show doing this, but like we said, it's Goldman Sachs. I mean, this is not, you know, Duke and Duke's like you know bucket <laughs> shop down in in Champaign, Illinois. Um, hey, hey, this hey, is the, this hey is, that was uh, in, that was New York. That was was it? Where was that? The Duke. Dukes, Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia, yeah, even Philadelphia. better. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but that was just—I mean, it's—it's it's easy if you're gonna—if you're gonna be in the club spinning records at five o'clock in the morning, making headlines like for that stuff. I'm gonna talk about it, especially yeah. if you're running Goldman and, Sachs, it, you know. Or, or you better be running Goldman Sachs, or or to be the 
Prime Minister of Finland. <laughs> <laughs> or the or the married to the Prime Minister of Canada back when I was a youngster. Didn't oh, that get, didn't Margaret that get, Trudeau. Yeah. Didn't that yeah, get, no, get listen. Out? She uh literally hung out with the stones, I believe. And is, I think quote unquote an, hung out is a, a euphemism. Is this an <laughs> urban legend that she had a relationship with Fidel Castro? That's an urban legend because he looks a little well. well I don't know. I'm not sure. I, like, I'm not going to speak to that. But he does. If you go look at Trudeau, he does. If you put him beside uh, uh, Fidel Castro. There are some similarities. Oh wow! I can see that. I don't even need to look at it. I can oh yeah, see the mental sure. image. You know, yeah. It's a little yeah. bit like the the, um, the Princess Diana Diana's son, the second one, and you put him up against the bodyguard. That, that, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, well, the, the famous one. Sorry, sorry. The famous one is Sinatra's kid, Ronan Farrow, right? I mean, that yeah. is Sinatra's kid. Yeah, but dude, oh, what was it? Sinatra said, eh, "I'm not really sure, but I'm not going to say he's mm-hmm. not." <laughs> mm-hmm. too, too bad. Maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day, if it, science advances far enough, you'll be able to take a blood sample, and you'll be able to compare the genetic makeup of one person to another and determine if they were related. You might be able to do it with a pinprick. <laughs> Ooh, ne- needles. Speaking of pinprick. Uh, you want to take a vote? Take yeah, a let's vote do right it now. Although I think we're going to air this later. So it might be already in, in uh, oh, done, but wow. let's, it doesn't matter though. We'll, we'll just live with it. The fact that we're taping this um december 14th uh it is our holiday special so we're taping it early so one of the topics that's very popular on the inside baseball with old chestnut is whether the theranos woman is going to be convicted she's walking okay so um we got to get lena and patrick involved yeah yeah. uh, lena and patrick are you guys familiar with the story Yeah, yeah yeah um i'm not well, listen, uh, Morris, why don't you tell us the story so Lena can make a decision? Okay, the uh, 60-second uh, story is uh, a young, blonde, uh, attractive woman who was at Stanford came up with a uh, machine to take a pinprick of blood uh, and run it through the machine and give you basically 200 blood tests for next to nothing and she created this thing because oh she was, i heard about this i think because she okay, was afraid now. of needles and mm-hmm. now she's on trial for defrauding investors and, and right. now it turns out she was sexually assaulted in college and that's what pushed her to develop this company and then she met a man and the man coerced her to do all sorts of bad things <laughs> okay. uh, and so that's kind of the as the man would say it's a tale as old as time Okay, so the question is, will now what is she charged with? Money crimes, okay? <laughs> it's nothing. Probably. Nobody died. Nobody died. Wire fraud and stuff like that. It's a fraud. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fraud, yeah. So but she's know- looking at time. Like, this is, it's, a, they're serious. If, White they, collar, if they get her guilty. But, yeah. But okay, so why don't we, why don't we vote? Uh, why doesn't everyone say whether she's going to be guilty and also whether she's going to do any time. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. How should we work? Should, should we give our guests the, the I'll, I'll go, go first. last? She's oh, guilty. you want to go first? I'll, okay. I'll go first. She's going to be proven guilty, and she'll do time. Whoa. Patrick's a hard ass. <laughs> Patrick's our right-wing friend. He's got guns at home, by the way. Um, 
<laughs> I'm with Patrick. I'm going. I'm going the same way. Really? Guilty in time. Oh fuck yeah! There is a same. guy. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lita! Every I'm going to go guilty. No time. Oh, suspended sentence. Well, something. They're going <laughs> to figure something out to get her, like, or, you know, time served or whatever. There'll be something. They'll get her on some fraud, like a little thing, but it'll be. All right. Not let's see. Let's hear Liam. This is California, folks. Okay. This is, I think she walks. I, I, I don't think she gets, a, I think she gets not guilty. Okay. I really honestly do. There's, but time. There's problems. Not guilty, but time. <laughs> no, no, no. It is California. She is, off she is going to walk. She is going to sashay out of that courtroom. Okay. Number one, listen, listen. Okay. She's pregnant. Number one. Okay. Oh, that's a wise a move. That's wise. Exactly. She'll be under probation. She had been. Okay, fine. She? Okay. You know what? You're you're helping me I'm, with my guilty but no time vote there. Oh, you, I didn't even you, know you she's might pregnant. Right. I'm gonna stand from the beginning. I've just thought that she's gonna walk on this. I really do. Yeah. And there's been, like I said on the show last week, there's been trial analysts that have been like, uh, eh, you know, maybe this didn't look right, and that thought they didn't do a great job at this. And there's like a big gap in time before closing. It'll be fascinating. I I hope you guys are right. Because I don't think people should skate on stuff like this. And if she skates, I think that that's a, I, I don't want to use the word miscarriage of justice, but that's the term that they apply to this kind of stuff. Well, this looks like a stone cold fraud lock, but now she's played a couple cards for her sympathy. And I really, to me, I'm just telling you my gut feeling, and I'm going to stick with it, is that she skates on that. I just think that's my thought. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. The reason it's great, 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 it'll make for great, great. <laughs> the reason I'm, uh, I'm bending in the wind a little bit in Liam's direction, although I'm still sticking by my guns, is HBO, I think, did this documentary, which was fantastic, about the Theranos story. And at the end, there's a close-up of her talking about the process. And in my opinion, this woman is such a convincing sociopath that for her being on in the stand for six days, she probably created this uh, reality dispersion field. Distortion field. Yeah, so I listened to you guys speak about this on your last show. And do you realize they used to talk about Steve Jobs having that reality distortion field? Interesting. Yeah. And there are cool. some individuals that are like that. Steve Jobs, Bill Clinton. Uh, you know, and as much as you guys crap all over Kathy Wood, although she mm. doesn't seem that good on TV, People that know I've spoken to that have met her in person say she is amazingly uh, charismatic and sure. convincing. Yeah, I've I I believe that a hundred percent. I don't um, I don't see it, but I also don't see Bill Clinton. But I've met okay. people like literally. I met a guy one time that had stumbled on. He was playing golf, and he was a right wing guy, and he was playing golf, and it happened to be Bill Clinton was the the ahead of him or behind him and he met Bill Clinton and I said, hey, you know, like I've heard about how charismatic he was and, st- and, st- and he says, listen, I hate the guy. I, I'm, I, I didn't vote for him. I don't, I'm not right wing and I chatted with him. I felt like he was my, like we were best friends and by the end I was like, I'd fuck him and I met him. Kevin, oh, I've met, met him. him. I've, had, I've had this experience with him, okay? <laughs> 
Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. He lives. He lives in Westchester County. It's 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 really well known. He's around in Chappaqua, and I live nearby. And I was out one day, and he's he was standing with the dog Buddy, and he must have gotten coffee or something. And he was standing with I want to say it was like two older ladies. And when I tell you that dude is so smooth, he's got that southern little Arkansas twang, and he's really friendly and y'all and like. He was standing there with the dog, and he just chit-chatted. I, you know, I, I was like, all right, Clinton's here. I'm going to go listen to what he has to say. And for <laughs> 10 minutes, he sat and just schmoozed with these women, and that was the same exact vibe that I got. I was like, well, I, you know, I understand like, uh, what they mean about that charis- charismatic, like, silky, smooth. Everything about yeah. him was cool, laid back. Um, and I was like, wow, that, guy, that dude has like that gravitas where he, you know, he's just got it. It's electric. So if people say Kathy's got that, there's those people, those people are out there, and and I experienced it firsthand with him. Uh, like you said, like I was, you know, I'm ready to go have a drink and uh, you know dance with him. <laughs> well, you know, her results speak for themselves, right? Obviously, she's knocked the cover off the ball. The the things that irk me, and I, I guess, I have no right to to say or feel this way, but I'm not I'm not a big believer in the victory lap, like you know, yeah. from that movie. Uh, the submarine movie. It's like, mind your fucking panel. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's because, you know, we're true traders and we're, we're suspicious and worried that it's the moment that we start to think we know something we're going to get our ass handed to us and the market gods are going to teach us a lesson. You know, the, uh, it's, it's when I, when I look at the behavior of the trading that they do and keep in mind, you know, the, there were better risk managers than me and worse, but you know, the, the survival trick was trying to understand if you're going to have a trouble with a trader before it happened. And there are ways people manage positions, which to me indicate, um, cause for concern, uh, huge concentration, um, averaging down, um, the willingness to just spend a lot of time talking to other people, making outlandish claims, like uh, she invented the question mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw something the other day. She said, I, I meant to say this on our show, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you for free. She said that <laughs> Bitcoin was going to 500,000 if, you know, institutions uh, put 5% of their money in it, right? And, and, you know, old chestnut here, my first summer job, I was in the grain floor and over in the, um, I guess it was the north uh, west corner of the grain room was the oat pit. And for a couple of days, the oats went wild and oats don't, didn't ever trade it very much. But a rumor had circulated that the Chinese had announced they were going to let people go from eating one egg a day to two and that the, ch- the chickens eat oats. <laughs> and the oats exploded in price, and of course it was bullshit, right? That was so, the, that was the Jimmy Rogers line. He used to say that all the time. If every if every Chinese Chinese person eats an extra chicken, do you know what's going to happen to the price of the X Y Z? Like, yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, if 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 I mean, come on, you know, and and so I, you know, I got trained old school, like. And, and I've even said this to you, 
Kevin. It's like the fact that you sell your newsletter for 350 bucks a year or something like that. If, if I went back to work, okay, job one, uh, after getting a better um, employment lawyer than I had when I worked for that hedge fund, um, <laughs> I would hire you and whatever it took salary-wise to get you to come work for me, and that would be the last day you published or had a podcast. <laughs> now, now, Patrick, I, I, not to be disrespectful respectful of the charts, it's just my friend Leslie is uh, the one and only chart guy that I have come to, you know. Kind Fair of have enough. a relationship well, with. I, I was kind of laughing. Uh, you've been very kind. You've said nice things. And not only that, I've looked through the amount of people you've given my letter to as a gift subscription. I, I, I probably, uh, it's probably half my gift subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get a fucking discount. I get nothing. Kev never gives discounts. That's a problem. It's, it's it, one no, price. I, I don't believe in them because I feel it's not fair to yeah. those who have paid full oh. price. Yeah. So, mm. so yeah. I call like, I spend a lot of money on research, uh, you know, as, as I, Leslie had introduced me to your newsletter and, uh, he said, I'm thinking of, uh, getting this newsletter and it used to be free. Now he's going to charge, take a look, see what you think. Tell me what you think. And I read it and it was, you know, whether I liked the topic or not, it was very well organized in a way that I, I could see would be some value. And I saw it was 350 bucks a year. And and I sent some really nasty note back. I mean, I didn't mean it to be nasty. It's just <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm like, 350 bucks, what are you thinking about? Right. But <laughs> then I I know I, I, I said I think you you sent it after listening that I was like laughing. I was saying, Thank God we didn't let Leslie choose who was whether because we would have never met. <laughs> But I, I've, I've, a couple of times I've, I've gone to these big money uh, newsletters and I mean, you know, look, it's in the genes. I can't help myself. Right. So I call them up and I go, look, I really like the free, free trial. I want to subscribe, but you know, X amount of dollars a year is too much. I'm just an old retired guy living in Greenwich. I like reading <laughs> stuff. <itself. laughs> and they knock about a third off and, uh, you know. <laughs> Can't can't help myself. Sorry, <laughs> but I don't pass it around. That's the one thing I don't. Do. Well, don't you're you're allowed to pass it. I trust my subscribers to pass it around uh, responsibly. Every now yeah. and then, it's fine. You know, yeah. just like you know, you pass it along. But I I do trust them to do the right thing. They 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 know what I'm trying to like trying to accomplish. And obviously, the auto forward is what I wait. The kind of you don't want, and I don't want to be one of those uh, guys that has yeah. all the, 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 you know, the fancy stuff to make sure other people don't read it and stuff. Yeah. It just ends up being annoying. So I just, well, I, I figure I'm going to trust yeah. my, my subscribers to be responsible. So just, just so, uh, to, to kind of make one little point on this, since I'm such a big subscriber in terms of number of people I've gifted it to anymore, I'm going to put Lena's rep number on it. So she'll get the sales credit <laughs> for the subscription. <laughs> Well, that's very generous. <laughs> so, uh, so listen, I have a question. We, you know, we were having a little vote and a bet on uh, the the Theranos lady. Um, if it's not too much to ask, can uh, can you tell us roughly what your strike is on your gold calls, and then let's have a vote of whether you're going to get uh, back to even before expiry. <laughs> uh, 
You're laughing a little too hard, my friend. <laughs> It's, it's only because I own them with you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like... And you listen, Patrick's here, too. Patrick has got the trade on it. We all convinced each other of this terrible trade. Um, well, it's, it's, uh, I'll tell you, but I can I... I, 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 I mine's even that. worse. I'm in silver, not gold. Like, that's even oh, worse. Oh, I think that I think that someone else might have some of those, too. Yeah, it might, got, this might, might be both of us as well. The... Uh, so just before I give you the strikes, and I'll, I'll tell okay. you everything I have, except I prefer not to talk about the size. Yeah, yeah, no problem. But uh, back, I guess it was 2019 in the fall, um, one of these newsletter guys who I like a lot was giving me the whole thing about gold. And, you know, I don't know, like, it's not really my thing. But he kept writing about it and talking about supply and demand and, and I got to know the guy a little bit, so I called him up, and he's like, you know, this guy likes it, and that guy likes it, and they're very smart. And I just sat down, and I was looking at the uh, the options on the GLD, and the implied volatility was very low. And with the uh, zero interest rates, the forwards, you know, weren't uh, unattractive. So uh, I bought a bunch, and um, that was back when it was like, uh, GLD was like 130. And... So I caught that move pretty good, and the two things happened. One was uh, I wrote it, and I kind of uh, levered up a little bit, which I learned from Leslie, for better or worse. And uh, then on my birthday, August 6th, 2020, that was the high of gold. Okay. Yeah. I got a call from one of my kids wishing me a happy birthday and telling me, Dad, you're just knocking out of the park. That's fantastic. Oh, they <laughs> goochered like, it. Oh, she goochered it. She and goochered then, it. And, and I then, wrote something, and I remember you giving me a hard time about it because I, I was a little so less I was a little less yeah, bullish at that time. I know. And then I have, uh, I've got two brokers I use, and then one of the brokers was like, uh, like literally that Monday morning, I was like, boy, you nailed it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <fuck>. Anyway. <laughs> So honestly, have, when we have in, in our like um, I I trade with a bunch of guys, and yeah. when someone uh, congratulates us, we literally start selling it. <laughs> it, it like, you know what? But it felt like that in oil just a month ago, right? Like, and is uh, that what happened? Yeah, like it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you want to get our point, Patrick? Yeah, I'm, no, but it's I'm, it's amazing how it works out that way, right? Yeah. Like. It, once you just get cocky, like you're, like you're, you've got it all figured out. That's when the market gods just fucking make you eat it. And now that we have Twitter, these, I, these, oh, sorry, Liam, I'll just say this. Well, now that we have Twitter, these stupid laser eyes. That's the other great sign. Oh, God, I can't, tell you how many, I can't tell you how many charts I've had lined up to send MB. Be like, oh well, sorry about your gold. Look at this. Look how I'm doing in this. And I say. <laughs> You know, and I just delete them. There's, like I never send them because I know that as soon as I do that, the day, the next day it's gonna f the floor yeah. the floor hey, buddy, falls want, out from under. Uh, yeah. You know what? This is not a zero sum game. I mean, I'd like I'd like to see you crush it. You're doing you're doing very well. Yeah. It seems like yeah. you guys are all having a good job. I'm I'm, I'm really happy about that. And not only that, you know, the reality is that uh, you'll often find the very best traders. All they do is talk about their losers. They're pretty quiet about their winners. Okay, so but let's uh, we have to have our fun little game here. What um you you can make up a strike. I don't need your actual strike. But I'll tell you. I give okay. you the whole thing. Okay. Okay. So and I give you the uh, the uh, expiration. Okay. Uh, 
I have June 2022, 185 calls. Okay. On I, GLDs? Because I yeah, got to figure out. So what yeah. is, because that's not, it's not a straight one for 10, right? I got to do a little bit of math here. No, it's uh, not one for 10. It started at that. It was it like 2,000 an ounce or something like that. So you have well, 185s? So one, oh, you're not that far out of the money. These are that's, it's, 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 it's tw- yeah, yeah, it's tw- we're tw- you're 20 oh, GLD shit. points. That's, no, we're not going to... There's no sense betting on that because everyone's going to bet you're going to be in the money. Yeah. Like that's that's what like no, not the people that have been in gold for the last six months. Everyone's pretty <laughs> fucking down on it. Well, uh, been, Patrick, I don't know if if uh, if Kevin told you this, but I was telling Liam, uh, I think Kevin at one point, there, there is a real seller there. There is somebody standing there. I'm convinced and just freaking letting them have them. I think and it's we, Turkey. I think it's. I honestly okay. think it's the Bank of Turkey. Okay, because Liam even pointed out, it's like, what happens at noon every day or six a.m. every day? It's like, I don't. I don't Liam, you're going to be one of these tinfoil hat guys that's convinced there's not gold in Fort Knox before you know it. Oh, oh I'm there already. Okay, and I have to. <laughs> I have to filter the amount of stuff that I read to send to not send him because I don't want to sound like the tinfoil hat. Sometimes I'll get short answers. Like I'll be like, "All right, let's see what he thinks about this," and he'll be like, "I already read it," or "or no, wrong," or you know. But there's ton. I mean, if you start, re- I mean, you guys know if you start reading about gold, the amount of theories and oh, boy, and the yeah. amount of stuff that you can read is just it'll make your head spin. That's why it's so painful for me on a daily basis for the last year to look at, like Morris, what happens at 12 o'clock? You went from 1810 to 1770 straight line down at the strike of noon, you know? And, uh, I, I was yeah, feeling I mean, good just, about myself. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I well, had a little see. window. <laughs> for a brief moment, I felt like I was a success. And but you know what? I, I always push back against the people who tell me gold's manipulated. And I do understand the argument that why bother selling a whole bunch of stuff on a Sunday night, which is which is often what the gold conspiracy folks will say. Like they'll be like, Why sell four tons of gold between Sunday night at you know eight eight PM and next morning? And I I agree that you can push markets around over the short run, but eventually somebody else big comes in and says, okay, I'll take that. And, so, I, and, and Morris will know this. I've seen it. Oftentimes, like I can remember I had big positions and I would be stuck and you have to move the quote to get people interested. And then once you move the quote enough, eventually another, you, you know, all of a sudden ring, ring, ring. And there's someone on the other side that'll that'll trade your size. See, Kevin, I think what uh, if I'm if I may, and this is speculation, but so uh, when I was working, uh, we had I, I I overuse this word, but we obviously had substantial positions in LIBOR swaps, right? And so for a while, uh, a friend of mine who is a lawyer that does class action suits started suing people saying that there was a conspiracy in LIBOR. And so he wanted to talk to me about it. And I'm like, look, I no, this is church and state. I'm not going to talk to you about it. But I did some investigation and some people told me, oh yeah, there's this conspiracy in LIBOR. And I'm like, 
no fucking way. How in the world could there be a LIBOR conspiracy? And because for every long, there's a short, right? And so when I finally got it reverse engineered and realized that they were trying to move the thing by hundredths of a basis point on a day or or tenths of a basis point. And not only that, the the one side, for every long, there's a short, but the one side was a client that didn't care Exactly. Uh, and, yeah. and, and right. So that but was never, the difference. It never occurred to me. It never occurred to me that there would be this many people in such a concentrated or orchestrated behavior. Right. So let's set that aside for a second. And what the fuck? I don't know. Maybe there's a, a gold fix in London that a bunch of swaps set off and these guys are coming in and pummeling the futures. Yeah. But then why whatever. doesn't China go? I can buy four tons of gold on the cheap. I don't know. I don't know. Right. To me, that's like, I, I have no doubt in my mind that it gets jerked around for expiries, for, uh, settlements, for swap Mm -hmm. settings, for whatever it is. There is no doubt in my mind that it gets moved, you know, 20, 50 bucks occasionally. But I, what I guess I disagree with is the idea that it is perpetually kept suppressed. Yeah, because of this, because to me, if that was the case, then some big player yeah. would just go bought from you. I, 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 th- I think that in general, what it is, is that once people convince themselves of something that, to be true, once their narrative doesn't play out, they need to blame someone. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't take the responsibility that they just had a bad idea and that was yeah. a, it was the wrong thing. They need to blame someone else. It was manipulated. It was this and that. that was 100% something. right. It's, 100% uh, right. And, and that's really why it is. It's just a bunch of bitter people that can't admit they're wrong. Well, one of these days we're going to have those same gold moves to the upside, hopefully. And I I doubt, and I, (laughs) that's right. July after your options. And, uh, and we're not, and, and I doubt we're going to hear calls about how it was, it was manipulated at that time. That'll be price returning to fundamentals. It's, it's such a peculiar situation to me. I mean, clearly I've, I've drunk the Kool-Aid and it hasn't worked. And, uh, so maybe that's why I've constructed this scenario in my mind that there's a large seller. I mean, why else wouldn't it go up, right? Uh, but, you know, to Patrick's point, you know, people are wrong and they're trying to find a reason. Um, you know, it just fundamentally it seemed to me and continues to be, uh, you know, I've gotten everything I could have hoped for. And the price doesn't go up. And well, so, that's true. And and the bottom line is this: I mean, I've I've been doing it long enough to know that in the end, if the price don't go up, that that's all that counts. From what oh, I think will yeah, matter. And yeah. and uh, what what's so when I used to ask, what's wrong with this? Like, so bond yields would go down, and gold wouldn't go up, and they would talk about, well, you know, it's the Bitcoin, and then the bond. Uh, you know, yields would do something else. And they said, well, now it's real yields. And, and, and so it's just the bottom line is nobody wants it. And that's going to continue until I don't know when. And uh, so for me as a risk manager, I've committed a certain amount of money to the thing, which is why I like options, because 
for me, it's forced discipline. Like right. I can only go to zero, right? Um, and uh, I treat them as a binary situation. Now, I, it's it's a big number for me. I mean, I I probably took a ten percent hit uh, NAV on if they if they end up going to zero, but it was a two year play, and uh, you know, one point it was up a tremendous amount of money, and I I got stubborn, and uh, you know, I've. Fuck, I've lost enough money. I know. It's, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about something else. No sense yeah. uh, be the dead. So uh, what I would uh, can what I want to talk about. Yeah. Can I can I change the topic a little bit? Yeah. You go. I want to talk about the Time Magazine Man of the Year. Oh. <laughs> like you know, yeah. uh, but but what I find amazing is uh, just. It, it's like we wait every year to find out who the heck gets onto that magazine cover, but it couldn't be a more controversial that it's it's Musk this year. Like the fact is, is that we've seen like uh, uh, Be- Jeff Bezos and stuff like that back in the, in the day uh, make the cover and and what the stock did in the period afterwards. I, what what do you think? Is it is it just work out? Is it this easy? Is is it is it just like you just short it because it's on? Like I feel like it is so. It, it's like such an easy setup that it it almost feels You're suspicious. wrong. For it to, I'm suspicious that it's not going to work because it's just so blatantly obvious to do it. Am I? Uh, well, what do the charts tell you? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, <laughs> what do your crayons say? I, I I I'm I'm pulling out the red crayon and. Uh, <laughs> No, so you a, know what's amazing is I actually was going through and do you know this fellow Jawad Mayan? I, I don't yeah, know how to yeah, say yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry. And he he's actually a lovely fellow, really super nice guy. He wrote in 2017 that you don't you buy Tesla and you don't sell it until uh, Elon is pronounced Time Magazine uh, person of the That's year. That's awesome. I've, I've heard of that guy. You know who his great great grandfather was? Nostradamus. <laughs> no, so honestly, this guy wrote this. Like he, he was like that was a that was a brilliant call. Oh my yeah. god! Is this I, the I, Matrix? It's... I mean, it's a good one. Uh, it, it, you know well, what? you know what? It worked. Well, we don't. Well, we first oh. of all, we don't know. We have to still need another year of data to to really see how this plays out. But that's it's going to be really interesting. There's some lovely people that were voted uh, Time Mank Person of the Year. Hitler? Yeah, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. yeah. Ayatollah Khomeini. Yasser Arafat. St- Stalin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> A bunch of lovely fellows. You know, okay, Stalin. I, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to take you this into your wheelhouse. The other day, I um, – well, actually, you know, before I ask you this, I got a question for Liam. Liam mm-hmm. – Every time I end up getting on to FaceTime with Morris, because Morris, he's a visual man. He wants to see things. Um, But now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm actually kind of putting two and two together and I'm realizing what's going on here. Every time I get Morris on, he's either got like Saturday Night Live kind of shirt uh, unbuttoned down to the navel or he's literally... (laughs) wearing a bathrobe i don't know what the guy does he like goes around either half dressed <laughs> or wearing a bathrobe all the time and, and i've listened i've we chatted you know probably half a dozen times on on facetime and i and it's consistent he never in regular dress 
And is what I just want to know, you- A, does he make you uh, have a video while you're doing it? And B, is it, a, is, it a, is it a semi-state of undress as well for you? Or is that just a special thing for me? No, it's 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 for both of us, um, and I can distinctly remember this summer. Okay, he he was up in the. It must have been, I guess, the western wing of his house. Um, yeah. So the sun the sun was cranking. All right, so like, so maybe he was in like the solarium or something. But so halfway through the show, he just takes his shirt off. And he's like, <laughs> And it was. It was one of those. Hot, it must have been a hot August day, and he's just, just like he's talking, and just like we were just hanging out at the beach. Off comes the shirt. He doesn't miss a beat. Kind of like scratches, you know, scratches his chest, and we, and we're, I mean, we're two professionals, as you can see. Um, yeah, and for yeah, sure. But yeah, those hot summer days. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I he's can't trying really, to save I on the air conditioning. Is that what's going on? You think? No, you think I, that I, I you know, that thirty thousand square foot compound that they would have central air, you know. <laughs> My house in Greenwich is it was built in 1923, and most of the year the air conditioning and the heat is on at the same time, trying to battle it out. <laughs> and as, as with most things, it's always the children that are hurt, you know. So I never get the can never get the fucking temperature right. And okay. So I, just quickly, I bought this house in Scott and. Uh, Either Scarsdale or Scottsdale. I don't know where I'm at anymore. Um, I just discovered that uh, in my office where we do these podcasts, they fucked up the uh, the, the ductwork, and I have two returns, so there's no cold air coming in. <laughs> and, uh, you're just setting us up so that you can get all the way down to naked. <laughs> We're just gonna. And Liam and I are gonna be like, whoa, 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 boxers, stay on. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know they're boxers, man? Because <laughs> unfortunately, you've gone digging off the pants. So I've seen. Um, okay, so kidding aside, I I phoned you the other day because I wanted to chat about uh, the terminal rate, and I, and I'd love to oh, get your yeah. like to actually for you to put your Bond hat back on because I I do believe it's it's a fascinating time in the Bond market. If you think about this, we just printed what. 9% inflation, some crazy, like batshit crazy large number. And yet here we are with the 10 year at one and a half or whatever that it is. Yeah. And not only are, yes, they're putting in more hikes at the front, that, that part I understand and have no issues with. What fascinates me is that, you know, I, I get, I never remember the colors, but up until 2025, all the, Euro dollars are for right. sale offered. And then after 2025, they're actually getting bid up. Yeah. It's like uh, white, red, green, gold, blue, purple, orange. There we go. So there's Something a man who like knows that. this thing. Yeah. So what is it? The white and reds are getting offered. And, the, and is yeah. it, I think the blues right. are bid, right? Yeah. Or maybe so, it's maybe it's the next it's, one. It's a twist, right? Because people think so, – so the euro dollar uh, strip is – if you com- com- combine them all, you get very close to having created an interest rate swap. Right. It's so, it's the swap yeah. curve, right? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But to put it, uh, as Liam likes to say, explain it to me like I'm a ten year old. Think of it like a teeter totter, right? If the rates don't move in parallel, okay, and the fronts go up and yield, if the rates don't move in parallel, the backs have to go 
down in yield to maintain the strip yield. Are, are you with me? Okay, but the curve could just steepen. Like a, it could. Yeah, it, it could. Right. But like the question is, why is why are people paying one? You know, why isn't the long end going offered? Okay. Given the fact that we have so much inflation okay. and things are not good, and it it seems to me like I saw uh, Rick Reader from BlackRock out on there. He's I think he's making the the pricing of these things because he's manages however many trillion. He's completely convinced that they're going to raise you know two hundred basis points and it's going to cause the economy to roll over and therefore the terminal rate is one and a half or whatever it is. Well, there's there's several things going on here. So l- let's set that aside and we'll come back to that. But uh, the first thing worth mentioning is in reality, financial markets are like really a commodity market, you know? And, and so if you got to move, you know, 40,000 barrels of oil across the country, you got to put them on a truck and you got to schlep them. I mean, it's a physical thing and, and it costs money and time and weight. And, and so uh, interest rates are like that too in that if people are buying bonds, it doesn't matter what you know the smart guys think the rate should be. It's the fact that there's X amount of bonds and people are buying them. And so in this instance, what I think kind of the simple answer is that, and I, I said this till I'm blue in the face, there is a dearth of long-dated, long-duration AAA assets. So you have every pension fund, every life insurance company, every endowment fund, they have a long-duration liability they need to immunize. And so there's not that many things they can buy. 30-year treasuries, 30-year zeros, you buy some of those and you get rid of your duration problem. Maybe the rate's not great, but you have an asset liability you need to manage. Um, The second thing is that if you go to Europe, the rates are substantially lower. And on top of that, the currency, you know, I don't really know what you got. I mean, that's a whole other show or two about what is the euro. The dollar is the dollar, and like it or not, for the foreseeable future, it's going to be the uh, reserve currency. So I think between the asset liability managers, between money coming in to buy because it's the you know highest yielding asset out there, I think those two things are important. Then to go to the, the Rick Ryder, is that the fellow's name? Reader. Reader, Reader, Ryder, yeah. potato, potato. I think it's Reader, but I could be wrong. That's okay. He'll be all right. Um, so conventional wisdom is that if the Fed tightens, it's going to slow the economy, and that's going to bring long rates down. And, and that's why people talk about the yield curve being a great predictor of the economy, right? And, and I've, I've never figured out whether it's the physics of the money moving around that causes the curve to flatten or whether it's, it's just astrology. But, you know, there's two things I've said that scare me. And one of them's a flattening yield curve, you know, and uh, I've just learned to respect it. So. What's the second? Oh, um, carnies. <laughs> <laughs> you just smell, love smell. the Austin Powers, <laughs> yeah. books, don't you? <laughs> smell like is that just because we're Canadian and you're doing that oh, for us? <laughs> great, great movie. I 
Absolutely. I'm, I appreciate the, the humor. I've, that's by, one of my favorite movies. By the way, Liam will tell you, part of his initial training were the five books that I want everyone to read. Okay. And then once we got through those, now we're working on the movies because you got to learn your lines, right? Okay. okay. So listen, this is going to be the uh, holiday edition. Morris Sachs, now Liam Allen, uh, holiday book reading list, uh, suggestion list, and with the movies. Give us the five of each. William, you remember the books? I think we started, the first and foremost was Remin- Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. That's yeah, where we yeah. started. I think that's number one on his list. Yeah, okay. Good on you. I can't even say reminiscences. It's just, rem- it's reminiscences. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was. What's number two? Oh, what, was the, what was next? Modern movie? Times, Paul Johnson. Yeah. Yep, Modern Times. Yeah, right. Shrugged. At- you made Shrugged. him read Atlas Shrugged? I didn't yeah. read it. On the list. It was on the list. So why do you like Atlas Shrugged? Like, listen, I, I, I actually enjoy the book as well. And you know what's really funny is that I know I have friends who are libertarians, mm-hmm. huge libertarians, and they hate it. And they're like, it's bad writing, blah, blah, blah. And I go, I actually like the book. I thought it was yeah. a good book. Um, yeah, the which which one's uh, wait? The Fountainhead. The Fountainhead is the the one with the architect, architect. and the, and Atlas yeah. Shrugged is John Galt, right? Yes. Who okay. is John Galt? Yeah. And, and 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 so I take it you're a fan as well. I like both of those books. I I actually I felt my eyes well up when I read about you know he got the check and it was made out to Howard Rourke Architect. Um, yeah. I, like that, that was, was your little tear, tear jerk yeah, moment. Yeah, that that kind of caught me leaning the wrong way, but I quickly rebounded and moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that there was some Walmart uh, um, X uh, kind of like head of internet or whatever, and he made a fortune? He was literally going to make his own gulch, gulch. And like, no, I'm not kidding. Like literally, I read this thing. He was going to take everyone and go off and make his own oh, city, his own and it was going to be yeah. his own little town. And you know, who yeah. knows? He's probably going to use tusk bucks. But uh, the reality was, he was going to do this. I was like, "Holy shit!" It's it's cool. okay. Anyways, let's keep going with the books. So, so what's the next so, book? Uh, the one I love, and and you know how um, some people carry a Bible with them everywhere they go. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I. We're Canadian. My we, tribe. We, we don't. There's not a lot of us do that. But anyways, go on. <laughs> uh, I have a book called "Lessons of History" by Will Durant. Okay. And it's a uh, what is it, Liam? Like 104 pages? Yeah, if that. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I carry it in my briefcase with me. And really? Probably, oh, dude, it's all there. I haven't read this. Okay, so this. Yeah, is- yeah, it's a good read. 104 pages. You just saw 104 pages and you were all over it. Yeah. Ripped through it. Yep. It was like one night. I was like, I got you, MB. I'll take this, take this right off the list. Lessons uh, of History by Durant. Okay. Yeah. Then, then you made me read uh, Amongst amongst the Thugs. Um, yeah. But I think then yeah. you took it off because that guy embarrassed himself. So there's been a couple people that have been struck from the record. I won't yeah. say the first person's name because we beaten him to death last week but um yeah i think we took that book off but that was a good book about thugs like, yeah i think we i think we should say it because it's it's good i just he wrote a book about cooking and he 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 killed the pig and drank the blood yeah and i you know pigs are intelligent animals I just smarter just than a dog me. although let's face it if they were that smart 
they wouldn't taste wouldn't be so, so good. Yeah, wouldn't be so tasty. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so we got four books, and uh, okay. So it's Modern Times by Paul Johnson, Reminiscences of a Stock Operator, um, um, Atlas, Atlas Shrugged Amongst the Thugs. Your part timers uh, is kicking in again. There you go. Okay, now what are the? Now let's go with the movies. And it's oh, trading. Yeah. Like I hadn't seen trading places. Um, okay. And actually I was going to talk about this maybe before we do the movies. Uh, I realized that um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Morris, you're a baby boomer. Am I correct? I, apparently somebody called me a boomer. So. I think yeah, you actually yeah, yeah, are. Yeah. I think you yeah. actually are. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And if I'm also not mistaken, you have managed to hook yourself up with a millennial. Albeit an elder millennial, mm-hmm. but I, I, I believe he's yep. a millennial. I am. Um, yep. I have to be cautious because hookup, I think, has <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and I want to make it clear that I'm not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I, you just tease them. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so what? Oh. So he, so Liam had not seen Trading Places, right. and Liam, what did mm-hmm. you think? Oh, that was Trading Places was awesome. Yeah, Trading Places was awesome. He also yeah. made me watch The Sting, which was awesome. Okay, one um, second. We're going to get another millennial involved here mm-hmm. because, um, you know, Patrick and I, we're, we're in between and we've seen all these or mm-hmm. most of them. Lena, hop on. Hi. Let's start with Trading Places. Have you seen that? Yes, that I've seen. So, what did you think? I, you know what? I think I watched it when I was too young. <laughs> And you haven't been had to watch it again, like I, I watched it recently, like in the last three years, and it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, Lena doesn't sound like she likes it as much yeah. as yeah. Where the hell is no, I'm not I'm not like fanboying over Beaks it. Is one of the classic trading lines that you have to do. Where the hell is Beaks? <laughs> right <laughs> when they're sitting there and they're trying, they're wondering what what the hell's gone on with their orange juice thing, and they're where the hell is Beaks? Okay, so the next one is the Sting. Uh, Lena, did you, have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it either. To be I truthful, have um, I haven't seen the sting. No, so is it oh. good? Oh, it's awesome! Yeah, yeah. Is that like I like Paul how awesome. that's Paul I, Newman, right? It's Paul Newman, yeah, it's Paul. Newman. I like how you guys don't bother to even ask me if I've seen it. Well, Patrick's seen like <laughs> four movies, and, and I think three of them were Dune, the original, over and over. <laughs> 1973 <laughs> caper said in uh said in 38. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. So yeah. so it's it's worth watching. Well, do you know what? I have oh, yeah. I don't know if you listen to our show, but I'm a big believer in the tomatoes. So let's have a look at the tomatoes here for the sting. Oh, it's got to be like 97, right? It's Oh, a- you're talking you're very confident. Let's have a look here. The sting I rotten tomatoes. Is- you it sounds like you really liked it. Oh, you know what? I did. I thought you're uh, pretty close. Ninety-five. What? I have a rule that if anything's in, if it has a nine handle, I'll watch it. I don't care what it is. You could tell me it's like um, yoga poetry, and if it has a nine handle, I'm there. Just, just as, just as a data point, um, Liam, you've asked me for a number of restaurant recommendations in Manhattan, right? What's Mm -hmm. my batting average? Uh, you, you're, you're pretty much 900. Yeah. You're, yeah. you, you, you okay. don't miss. I, okay. You haven't missed. How about that? Thank you. Bless you, my son. Thank you. Um, okay. So what's the next one? The sting. Then what else? Uh, Bull Durham. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. I, I can see that. Uh, I'm trying to think 
That might have been it. I can't remember. I think you might have said Don Wall. Don Wall, you tell oh, people yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don it's, Wall. It's Don what the hell is Wall. that? Oh, yeah. the Don Wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's the a, Don Wall. What yeah. is it? I don't yeah. even ever heard it's of a, it. It's a climbing movie. Oh. It's a, great, it's a great boy meets girl. Boy cuts finger off. Boy loses girl. Boy becomes world famous rock climbing champion. Oh my god! It, it, has, a, it has 100 tomatoes. Yeah. No. What? It, it does. does. Really? It does. It's wow. Got, it's got 100 yeah. tomatoes. That's what it says. Dude, I've seen it like five times from beginning to end. It's crazy. Really? Well, I like the climb, and, and Tommy Caldwell is like the the end all and be all. People think about that, uh, Alex Honnold. But it's, so, have it's you seen funny. this new one? This kid, the kid, the alpinist. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it's. I was going to see it in the movies, but then the COVID thing hit. Um, it's sad because oh shh, don't say anymore. Oh, um, okay. it, it, it's 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 uh, it's a good movie though, but it's What's no Dawn the, Wall. How about the tomatoes? What do they say on the on the tomatoes for the Alpinist? Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's gonna be tough to beat a hundred. So well, let's see. Oh, I screwed up. I can't get it. I'm too busy. The Elitist is coming up now. This is what happens when you're. Doing it one hand. We have to take notes because when we do our podcast, if Liam and I touch so much as the mouse, it cancels the <laughs> broadcast that we got to start over. 97 tomatoes on the Alpinist. Yeah. yeah. I think that you, uh, climber uh, guys, are just very easy on the tomatoes by the looks of things. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's I can't believe, though, you're not thing. telling them like Caddyshack and Wall Street no, and I've all got the that. classics. No, no, ground. Oh, no, he did. Okay, so the, you you picked it up. Wall Street. He told me because I had never seen that. Like I was too young. What what what? When did that come out in the theaters? Eighty six or eighty seven? Yeah, yeah. So I was six years old. Yeah. It was way over my head, and I hadn't gotten around to watching it. And MB, you know, MB's giving me some good ones. What else did he give me? Wall Street Groundhog, training places. Groundhog thing. Day. Groundhog Day. Yep. But Bull Bull Durham, I haven't rewatched. But I know all the you know the classic lines from that. Um. But those are good ones. The other ones, tell them about John Wick. He's got a John Wick oh, obsession. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, I got a, <laughs> a man crush on that thing. See, see, yeah. really? He's Canadian. He's Canadian. Oh, right? he's a good Canadian yeah, yeah. boy. Very, very yeah. nice. You know, he uh, made like a hundred million bucks on uh, the Matrix and gave away like seventy of it or whatever to the 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 uh, yeah. his FX uh, yeah. uh, kind of crew. He's a really uh, he's a really decent guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a super nice guy, and uh, he's very kind. He's very he, he does us proud. He does us proud. Anyways, we will we're at an hour, and because okay. uh, we've learned uh, the from you guys, that's the one thing you do. You're very good at uh, an hour, and then that's it. Yeah, we fall out of bed at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a pleasure. So I just want to, oh, yeah, first of great. all, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for all your kind words. Uh, thank you for everything. And thank you for making your show. I, uh, I I do have a little bit of a bone to pick. I told, I started picking it up and listening to it on my Sunday night. That was my thing to go to sleep. And I and I sent Morris a note. Morris and Liam a note said, you bastards, I, I can't fall asleep because I'm too busy laughing. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and I'd like to take a second to say that, uh, first of all, um, Kevin, if it weren't for you and Patrick, uh, I, I wouldn't have gotten started with this. Uh, Liam uh, stayed on top of me, and he's been the driving force of this thing because, uh, you know, uh, 
I'm just a Luddite with these things. And he's an amazing friend. He's got an incredible ability to ask great questions and keep the thing moving. And um, uh, Lena, for the brief period of time, you tried to steward us into the modern era. It was <laughs> Why don't you tell people like you? Lena was actually with with you guys for a little while, helping you out at the first, right? Yeah, you know we just it's such a it's such a coconut setup, you know. <laughs> it really it's, is. It's, 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 Lena, what was that like? Sometimes we'd be like, you know, we're, we're, we don't put it like. I mean, we'd like people to think that there's a lot of research and, and effort that goes into it, but it's like, hey, what time? Nine o'clock. See you at nine. And I literally push play on an iPhone, play some bad music into the microphone, hope that the Wi-Fi connection doesn't conk out halfway through the show. Keep my fingers crossed, and at fifty-nine minutes, I hit stop and, and i hit publish okay so i felt like we were like th this was b below lena's right. okay yeah. we, should, we had no business wasting her time because like you know friday afternoon she'd be like hey what when are you guys gonna do the show <laughs> and we'd be like oh, i don't know we didn't even think about it she's like it's friday afternoon fellas <laughs> we'd be like i don't know maybe sunday night at 10 p.m <laughs> Lena's like uh yeah. Yeah. by the way a little inside inside market huddle baseball i just i'm looking at our chat group here and lena's saying going to the bathroom be right back that's why we got <laughs> <Right>. done <laughs> yeah, exactly. sorry i'm back now i'm, I'm assuming you guys are talking about me you yeah. you were of course asked a question know, the like, moment I, you like, accept away check it and then all of a sudden i'm like where's nina gone she's taking off Perfect. on us again so what was it like working with liam and uh, morris I felt like I was pestering them, you know, like, are you doing your show? Can I, can I get it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was definitely enjoyable. I listened to the whole thing and I just, I, I laugh. I think, I think, um, one of the episodes, uh, Morris was talking about his father's watch, a Patek Philip watch, I think. And I said, one of the episodes, I'm like, oh, you can just pay me in. A watch instead. <laughs> I'll take that instead. Thank you. You know, it, 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 just to let you know, Lena, it, it wasn't so much me trying to figure out when the show was going to be. It was when my wife was going to tell me we didn't have plans on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. That, that, what do you mean you're doing a podcast? We're having dinner with the Smiths tonight. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, Fucked up again. Oh, so wow. you've been... Lena, you've been married less than a year, right? Oh, I got married a couple of months ago. Okay. So a bit of advice for your husband. Tell him <laughs> the secret to a good marriage is to do what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> Old Chestnut says that. Do you know there one you of the go. guys on my trading desk told me, he says, never do something once that you're not prepared to do the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so true. <laughs> oh, that's it what is. my mom told me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, good advice. Good advice. That's, oh, funny. that's funny. Okay. Well, anyways, I, I just want to say thank you for yeah. being on this show. Yeah. It's, it's been a real pleasure. And thank you for all your support and everything. And yeah. why don't we uh, tell people about your show? Why don't you, I'm going to let Liam give the, uh, do the promotion here. Liam, tell people where they can find out about and listen to more of you and Morse. Well, Morris bought the. Uh, you know, he went out and bought the website, and has he has done a good job of promoting it. It is i b w o c 
Com. Somebody asked me on Twitter and I tried to type it out and it, it just didn't work. So it's www.ibwoc.com. That's inside baseball with old chestnut.com. Um, and people tried to get us to change the name and I'm glad that we stuck with nah. it. Because now it's, yeah. You know? No, no. You okay, good. Screw them. Yep. Good, good. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate nah, nah. that. Um, but yeah, we're on Twitter, which I tried. I try to stay off because the laser eyes, like you said, you know what goes on on there. It's excruciating. Yeah. And now I'm part of it. I'm part of them. You are um, part of them. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so I try to stay off of that because Morris has warned me, you know, of the of the perils of social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, you guys probably don't remember when Morris was on social media, but it was fun. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> okay, but but. So I try to, but I'm aware. I stay. I pay attention to what's going on. Um, but the guys that email, I get a lot of good emails. It's inside baseball cast at gmail.com. And we have a bunch of guys that send us really good stuff from news articles to charts to opinions. Um, and there's been some weeks where I've been like, I might have to hit up some listeners for tough to talk about um, because it, it'll be Sunday evening around seven o'clock. And I'll say, MB, what do you want to talk about tonight? <laughs> and he'll have nothing. Right, because gold is getting old. Oh, geez, gold. Yeah. We, there's a saying on my main desk that says, gold will make you old. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And these guys are these guys are some of the most astute traders I know, and I have tons of respect for them. And that's what they say about gold. And I feel like we're learning that firsthand. Gold will make you old. Okay, so they can go, and it's obviously on Apple Podcasts, uh, mm-hmm. Spotify, everything like that. It's Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. That's it. Thank you, Kevin. Well, listen, guys, it's been a pleasure. And and listen to all of our our Marker Huddle listeners. Thank you for tuning into our show and being a part of our happy holidays and and happy holidays, everybody. And so from our the five of us to everyone out there, a big uh, have a way. How wonderful, safe and uh, wonderful holiday. Take care, everybody. (laughs) All right. Bye bye. Cheers. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Market Huddle. We appreciate you spending time with us. Please give us a follow at the Market Huddle on Twitter. Lena's there and she gets tired of talking to Patrick and myself every day. You can listen to the Market Huddle on all the networks, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Android Play, iTunes, and YouTube. And a lot of people watch on YouTube to see all of our charts and visuals. And while you're there, please like and subscribe to get our latest content. And if you could, if you're on iTunes, um, a review would really help us out a lot. Patrick, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at bigpicturetrading.com or on Twitter at Patrick Ceresna and uh, Kev. For those people that want to start the year off on a good foot and uh, subscribe to the um, Macro Tourist newsletter, which you actually had a really fun piece, just one. I, I enjoyed your rotation piece here. I actually read it, by the way. <laughs> uh, but uh, where can they find you, buddy? They can check me out at Twitter at Kevin Muir or they can go to my website at themacrotourist.com. Um, and before we sign off, I just want to say a big thank you for everyone that's come along on our journey, uh, the market huddle. Uh, it, it's something that I truly love. Um, it's, it's, uh, people say that, uh, they always ask me about all the time that we spend on it and it is a labor of love. And I must say that I couldn't ask for two better partners than both Patrick and oh, Lena. Thanks, so a buddy. big thank you to oh, both of you. Thank you. And, thank you. uh, thanks for everyone that's tuning in. Yeah, it's labor of love, bud. It's uh, great, great people to work with. You're you're awesome too, Kevin. Uh, the beer certainly makes it easier. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't do it without everyone listening. So we really appreciate that. And um, 
uh, I always kind of joke and say the thing about birthdays is that uh, they, they sure suck, but it sure beats the alternative. And I feel like that's about the way about 2021. Uh, it, it wasn't probably the best year in terms of a lot of people were locked in or dealing with COVID and a lot of different things, but we made it through and uh, hopefully 2022 will be all the more fun. Well, happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. All the best in 2022, folks.